welcome to Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. I'm Betsy Thompson, and I am so excited to be here hanging out with Jenny Kreitz. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. And i um, super excited to get to hang out with Jenny today. Uh, as you know, we've been going through talking with all the members of our pastor search team and uh, Jenny is on that pastor search team. And so we want you to get to know her and uh, just hear her heart behind being a part of that team. So um, first, just tell us so people can get to know you. Tell us family. Who all is your people? Okay, so uh, I married my, I never know where to look. You're going to have to edit that out. Either way. <laughs> You're good. You're good. We look everywhere. It's fine. Go for it. Um, so I married my high school sweetheart, uh, Bob Kreitz. I didn't know y'all were high school sweethearts. Oh, yeah. yeah. What high school? Springfield High School in Akron, Ohio. Oh, I, I, we were born at that. the same uh, city hospital exactly 28 days apart. No way. Yeah. How long have y'all been married? We've been married 43 years. That's amazing. We had five children. We have five children. Yes. And we have 16 grandchildren. 16. Y'all, pause. 16 grandkids. <laughs> 16. That's amazing. It is. It's a lot of fun. The oldest one's 12. Okay. And the youngest oh my one's gosh. three months. <gasps> the oldest one's 12. Mm-hmm. That is a party all the time. Well, he's got a great social calendar. He sure. is doing lots of fun things. And do you are you able to get all sixteen of them together? Very, uh, like, are y'all yes. able to? Because that's a lot to. Well, it's a lot to schedule because yes. uh, my children and who they married. So I've got two: uh, Neil, Rachel's husband, who's in ministry at Woodlands Church, mm -hmm. and then Sam, who's playing a church in College Station. Yes. So they're always occupied on the weekend, right. and then everybody else works during the week. And then I have a police officer. Yes. Uh, he's a detective now in League City. And I've got a nurse, so she's a shift worker. So trying to plan around, you know, that doesn't leave a lot of options right. for everybody to get together. Yes. And so sometimes an adult has to be sacrificed for everybody to get together. Yes. Right. But we've started doing like, I don't know kind of spring birthdays like all yes. the kids we <laughs> celebrate if it's within a month of your birthday it's we, fine yeah right. we bring it all together that works and so yeah and holidays and things yeah. to get everybody together a lot of times we move off the holiday mm -hmm. we don't have it on the day um it's more important to me to have everybody together than right. to have it you know on that on day. The day. Yeah. Yes. And once, if you have five kids, just a warning, you've got four girls, right? Four girls. So they're all going to marry somebody yes. who's all going to have other families. Yes, another and so you have to, yes, and you yes. have to share. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've got a, it was just more important to me as my kids married and we were bringing more in-laws and their traditions into yeah. the situation that instead of causing angst mm -hmm. that... We'll just, you know, yeah. we try to share it, but we'll move off of the day yeah. to have everybody together and have, you know. I love that. I, I got to share. I mean, yes. I don't want to. But. Right. But as I put a, my big girl pants you know, on and share. Yes. As a daughter-in-law and all that, it's like that's so appreciated when family is like, hey, we just all want to be together. So if it's in January, then we'll do it in January mm -hmm. or whenever we can. Mm -hmm. I heard somebody recently saying that they picked a day in June and it was, they called it some cute family name for them. Mm -hmm. And that was everybody in the family knew, hey, this June date, you set that June date aside because there's nothing else, you know, there's not uh -huh. another big draw then. And so they knew at least once a year, 
everybody's going to be together. Oh. And I was like, that's really sweet. We make it happen a little bit more than that. Yes. We're getting ready to go to the beach. Fun. Pray for good weather. Yes. Uh, next week, we're going to 30A. We go to a subdivision called Water Sound, and the cousins are just really, really excited good. to all be together. Yeah, that's be so fun. fun. And I will also point out, just because people might be confused, uh, one of your daughter-in-laws that goes to church here is also named Jenny. Jenny Kreitz. <laughs> Which she, it's been a, it's been a, a funny thing between her and I. Yes. Because even when they lived in College Station, uh, she would get correspondence or phone calls really? that were meant for me, but they'd call her uh -huh. in College Station. Because in the database, it was, you know, Jenny Kreitz, Jenny Kreitz. Mm -hmm. And so she's still, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we joke, in the family, we joke, it's old Jenny, young Jenny, big Jenny, little Jenny. She actually went by little Jenny all her uh, life, Little really? J. Her okay. family called her Little J. Okay. So we refer to her in the family still as Little Jenny. Okay. She's, and she is And petite. she is precious and cute. <laughs> yes. She is very little. Little suits her well. So yeah. that's so fun. But yeah. I was going to, a lot of people might know the, and be like, wait, that's not the Jenny Only, Not only that, that they bought our house. So that's their right. address was used to be this Jenny Kreitz's address. Right. And, and then they bought our house. And so now it's Dan Jenny's address. Yeah. But. That's so funny. It is. I love it. So you have a precious, sweet family. I do. Um, how long have y'all been at Sagemont? We moved here in 1996. Okay. Bob was in the energy industry. And uh, funny enough, my mom and dad, my dad had worked for Goodyear, Tire and Rubber. And Akron used to be the rubber capital of the world. This is all really maybe not important information. <laughs> but my mom and dad, when that Goodyear closed down. My mom and dad moved here to the okay. Goodyear because he was 55 years old at the time and he didn't want to retire, sure. but it's all he knew. So they moved down here. So when Bob and, and Bob and I were in West Virginia at the time, and he was going back and forth to Houston a lot because mm -hmm. he worked for an energy company. And so when the opportunity came to move to Houston, the reason we got to Sagemont was because my mom and dad were already oh, here. Oh, okay. And so we bought a house in Clear Lake deliberately on this side of town because mm -hmm. we wanted to go to Sagemont. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. So since 96, so your kids all uh, pretty much here. Yeah. Jonathan was 10 when we moved. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Luke was about 15 months when we yeah. moved. And so my kids all came up through, you know, uh, ministry, children's ministry, student, student ministry. ministry. All the stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in all those years of being here, where all have you served? Oh, gosh. All, uh, we talked about It's funny because uh, Shepherd staff was here this past weekend. Yes. And so getting to know them on Friday night, we went around the room and talked about, you know, a little bit how long we've been here, right. what brought us to be on the search team and the areas that we'd served. And I've served all over, you know. I've been to all the camps, you know, and right. volunteered <laughs> and worked in the youth ministry. Um, but really... And choir, when we used to have choir. Okay. Bob and yeah. I both sang choir. Okay. Um, I don't know what the ensemble that, well, we had a smaller group that yeah. sang occasionally, uh, and I was part of that. And But all along, uh, you know, if I would say the one common thread that I have ministered and served in has been some form of teaching. Mm -hmm. I've done... Sunday school classes really forever. I started out teaching, uh, co-teaching a class with John Wills yes. that then went to Mike Schumacher, uh, was my team guy. Okay. And then I had a class by myself and then Bob came on board and taught that class with me. And then Sam came on board and mm -hmm. did that class. And now I have a class with Debbie Doris. Mm -hmm. So I've always had pretty much a uh, 
iConnect class. And then from day one, I came on board. In fact, really, truly, the first day that we came to Sagemont, I had taught precept in West Virginia. Okay. So I knew, and I'd visited mom here mm-hmm. quite a bit mm-hmm. with kids coming, bringing kids right. to see her. And so I knew she'd went to precept and Lori Cole was mm-hmm. the teacher yeah. and ahead of the whole ministry. And so practically the very first day that we were here on Sunday morning, I knew that she was married to Bill and they were down front and I walked down front and said, I teach precept and I would love to teach you here. And so she probably was like, okay, (laughs) but she was very gracious and she brought me into her class and then I got to teach for her a couple times Mm -hmm. that semester. And then uh, she gave me my own class and I've had a class ever since. So, so great. So really, uh, although I've served lots of places Mm -hmm. and Bob served probably even more, uh, it's predominantly been in a teaching yeah. fashion. Well, and it's so cool because I know the um, the eternal impact you have made through Tuesday morning precept. In addition to all the other things, but Tuesday morning precept is just, you can't even count it, the impact you've made in teaching those classes. Well, even more for me, yeah. truly. Yeah. I mean... It's, it is the tool that God has used to grow me up in his word and then be a foundation for, you know, all of life, yeah. for life. I don't know how anybody really weathers the storms of life without having a firm foundation in God's word and their knowledge of him and his sovereignty and just these loving, he's good in all mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. all of that um, in the good times and bad times everyone needs a really solid foundation. Yeah. And in the day we live in today, it's imperative that you have a biblical worldview yeah. in the culture that we live in today. Mm-hmm. To Absolutely. Not be swayed. Not yeah. be easily swayed. Absolutely. <clears throat> so in over the last years of your life, um, I was thinking back on what I know of your life and um, in the years I've gotten the opportunity to know you've had lots of transitions and it made me think about how Sagemont church is in a season of transition mm, definitely. and how amazing it is that God chose you to be one of the people on that search team to have that perspective of walking through transitions. You, um, went to be an empty nester after having kids in your home for a really long mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. to be an empty nester. Y'all, um, built a house and moved mm-hmm. um, from a house that we'd lived in. We're not big change people, yeah. Bob and I, as far as that goes. Right. We bought, we've only had three houses in our entire marriage. We've been married 43 years. We moved from West Virginia to that house in Clear Lake. We lived in it, you know, the entire time that right. our kids were growing up until they were all gone. And it became apparent because we were, you think when you're an empty nester, well, you had downsized. No, no, no. Not us. Right. I mean, we needed to upsize. You kept adding people yeah, to your family. Yeah. yeah. So, and we kind of longed for, Bob really likes to work with wood and yeah. all that. So we longed for more property. And so mm-hmm. we went to Crosby and built. Yeah. You asked me that for a specific reason. No, but it's just the transition part of y'all yeah. moved and built a house in yeah. a place you yeah, had been right. for a really long time and the way it had right. always been in transition to that. And um, even the transition of your mom coming to live mm-hmm. with y'all and then walking through her passing and mm-hmm. all of these transitional things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and knowing I was going to get to talk to you today, that was the thing that kind of kept t- coming to my mind is just having walked through lots of transitions in your life. Mm-hmm. How does that translate or what wisdom can you share for the church body of, hey, we're walking through a season of transition? Well, 
with my kids, if I go back to the illustration with my kids, you know, as each one of them were leaving, uh, you know, you see people that say when they're when their last child goes to kindergarten that they're just boohooing and very, very mm -hmm. emotional. And maybe I'm an unemotional person, but I always almost celebrated those things because isn't that what you want them to do? Right. You know, you want them to grow and mature and progress. And really when Luke left, which was our last one, he went to A&M, but he also went to Pine Cove to serve in the summer. Right. So he really, from the time that he left to go to school, never came back home aside from very small windows right. before camp and the week after camp mm -hmm. when he's getting ready to go to school. Right. And so, but Bob and I uh, celebrated the things in his life that, I mean, we could see all of our children becoming their own person, uh, living their life for the Lord apart from Bob and mm -hmm. I's influence, making good decisions apart from, you know, Bob and I's right. influence. And so for the church, I would say then it changes hard. There's sure. no doubt about it. Yep. But that as we have had the season where Brother John left such a legacy here and mm -hmm. had such a love, and I would pray that the church would think, what has been implanted in me as a member of this congregation and the legacy that's been left with me that I can greet this next guy who God has in store for Sagemont with an open heart mm. and an open mind and not uh, cling to all the things that are, are good about right. the past. Absolutely. And were formative in mm -hmm. so many people's lives, but that they would uh, really pray that God would help them celebrate what's in the past, but rejoice and look forward mm -hmm. to what's in the future. Yeah. And that God uh, is going to work it all for good. And he has somebody in mind and in store right now that is going to be perfect for Sagemont right. and that we would try to let go of whatever's in the past and really open our hearts right. and have open hands about how things work or, right. I mean, just all kinds of things mm -hmm. that the new person might bring in that are, even though change is hard, are going to be good for him, good for us, because right. he's following the Lord yeah. and I want to follow him. And so I want to follow that man that God has for us yeah. to lead I us. That. And it makes me even think like when y'all were building your house, because y'all built your mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. And I remember that season, it wasn't just daisies and roses and just magically all came together like mm -hmm. there was it took a long time it, it did. was a deal and so it's even that in the transition and even when you're like this is where we're going this is the thing we're it so excited about this this is what we're choosing we want to do this thing mm -hmm. but then also preparing your heart for it's going to be work and mm -hmm. there's going to be things we're going to have to work through and look at differently yeah for sure yeah yeah and we even planned uh you know when we were building a house we planned with a thought in mind. We wanted a large common area because we've got a big family. We knew that we wanted my mom. My mom was a widow um, for years before we built the new house and she was aging and I'm moving now 30 minutes away from her and I'm her one really constant in her life. So my husband is the best husband in the whole wide world and he loved my mom and dad mm -hmm. really just unbelievably. And my dad died suddenly. My mom 
took a while. You know, she she failed in her health and she lived with us. And Bob was so gracious to my mom in so many, even when I wasn't so gracious, he would just be so gracious to her that we built the house with her in mind. Mm -hmm. We built her a whole room and suite, uh, not a suite, but another master on the ground floor that she had her own kind of little sitting area with Mm -hmm. her TV and her bedroom and bathroom and closet. So we really have two masters on the ground floor. And, you know, we plan that with that in mind. And so really Sagemont right now needs to be uh, also praying and planning Mm -hmm. to get ready for that is there something we need to do now right. as a church that can help us uh, prepare not only our hearts, but maybe other things, too, that we can do to prepare Sagemont mm-hmm. for this yeah. uh, oncoming pastor? I love that. And <clears throat> one thing you and I have talked about is uh, looking at things with a um, critical eye. And that always sounds so negative, and it's not negative. It's a good, healthy thing to look at things with a critical eye and be willing to see, like, hey, this thing is awesome. How do we make it better? Mm-hmm. And um, and so it is looking at Sagemont right now going, hey, we're in this amazing season of transition where if there are things we need to do, And what have we learned from a fairly painful couple years? What have we learned from that, that God allowed us to walk through that season that we can, that we can learn? That's right. There are, it was not for naught. No. So uh, we need to learn and, and be willing to fix, adjust, Mm -hmm. whatever that means to ease the transition for this next Yeah guy that's coming on yeah. and not having a lot of uh, really fixed glasses on of how we are going to look mm-hmm. at it. It's easy to, it's easy to look, you know, to get stuck in a way of looking at things right. that you're not seeing it truly mm-hmm. how you should be looking at it. Yeah. Even just a couple of weeks ago, just in my time with the Lord, uh, it was just a, Hey, hold everything loosely, you know, and just getting into a, a season of, Hold on to him tightly, but mm-hmm. all the things, hold them loosely. Yeah. Because when he's moving, if I'm not gripping everything tightly, mm-hmm. then they move a lot easier. And it's not as For sure. jolting to me when he's making changes if I just have an open heart. Lord, do what you need to do. Well, and I feel like that's the sa- even uh, Sagemont Church, that there's, you know, I've been here a long time, but there's people who've been here a lot longer Absolutely. than me. Absolutely. Yep. And so that... Uh, we shouldn't grip it so tightly. We should have open palms because truly it's God's church. Mm-hmm. It's our church to come and worship mm-hmm. in and, and serve in and it, it, and God ordained the church, yeah. but it truly the headship belongs to him. Right. And so we're looking for a guy that's following hard after him yeah. so that we can follow the guy that God has in store for Sagemont Church and have open hearts and hands to do that. Yeah. How are you praying for that guy right now? Well, you know, uh, when we started out, we didn't have shepherd staff on our minds uh, when we initially formed. And so, you know, at that, you know, even when they called me, I'd already been uh, praying. Well, if I got a call, you know, and talking to Bob because he was on the previous team, um, would I do that or would I, right. you know, want to do that? And so when Wes called, I really had already been praying about it. And so I gave him an answer right away because I felt like it was an honor. And 
I thought I could bring value mm -hmm. to the team. And so you asked me a question. Yes. Uh, oh, how are you praying for the guy? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I was saying like to my Sunday school class and to the team, the girls on precept that are on Tuesday and even my class that don't even go here mm -hmm. that I was part of the team and, you know, pray for the team because it the job has real weight yeah. and gravity to it. It's an honor to be asked. So when we came and uh, came to the point where we thought we would work alongside this company called Shepherd Staff, which, by the way, you know, from Friday to Monday, I just think that they're awesome. Right. And the guys that came this past weekend were just incredible men of the Lord and really asked very thoughtful questions and really have a heart to come alongside mm -hmm. us. But I went from uh, pray for me, which I still want everybody out there to pray for me, yeah. but to pray for this company that's coming alongside us yeah. and these guys who are partnering with us that God is going to be able to work through whatever process to Absolutely. bring the man here mm -hmm. that he needs to bring. And so I pray my over the weekend, my it became, oh, now I want to pray for you mm -hmm. because you are partnering with us. But you're the ones that are going to start from the very broad, right. uh, like 300 resumes mm -hmm. and start looking yeah. at candidates. And I want you to have a very sensitive heart to the Lord. I want them to be able to, even if maybe on paper, it doesn't look like a perfect candidate, mm -hmm. but that they would be willing for God to prick their heart yeah. in whatever way that would compel them to move someone forward, that they would just listen to that voice inside them. Yeah. If God says, mm, don't discount that right. too quickly, that we would that we would pray for them. So continue to pray for the search team. But I'm really praying for the particular guys that are we're working alongside right. that God speaks so clearly into their mm -hmm. hearts and that gives them wisdom and discernment yeah. as they look at every single one of these candidates that even if they maybe in the past would have kind of automatically, okay, well, he's this age, he goes in this pile. Yeah. But if there's something about, if that's the candidate that God has, mm -hmm. that God would not let them let go. Right. Yep. That they would move someone who is even, um, you know, David was not the perfect candidate, he right? He wasn't even in the room. He wasn't even uh, in the house. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I want them to be open yeah. to even the un- compelling ca uh, candidate, mm -hmm. maybe, if God's moving in their right. heart, to not quickly discount. Mm -hmm. I want them to have wisdom, discernment, that they would be really sensitive to the Holy Spirit's that. prompting. And that's how I said to them this weekend, you know, I went from praying for the team, but now I'm, and, and I still am, because sure. we are working hand in hand with them. Absolutely. But that I'm praying for them. Yeah. Because we've chosen to partner with them, and I want God to work through them. Absolutely. I love that. And then it is, it's them and then bringing it back to the search team. Yes, you know, to, yeah. And so, yeah. of course, still praying for y'all to do the same things. But I love that thought of, hey, don't discount because of some list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really be moved by Well, you know, the there's got to be some kind of yes. set criteria that you kind of, Absolutely. well, you have to have this education level. And that's pretty non-negotiable. You have to be Baptist. That's yes, pretty non-negotiable. Right. But I'm saying... You know, there might be somebody some on the edge that God would just not let them go about moving them mm -hmm. forward until we yeah. make sure that we yeah. examine. And um, the process is for sure Luke and Kyle, who's the vice chair of the team, mm -hmm. they're going to be meeting every week with these guys via Zoom. Mm. 
as a team, we will have, there'll be groups that meet and, you know, via yeah. Zoom, communicate with them. So mm -hmm. in no way is the team let go of no. the process, yeah. but... It's a new addition to yes, the logistics of how yes, it's happening. Yes, yes, And, and I, I really that. came away from the weekend thinking, I'm really excited Great. about it. Very good. That's really, really good. Um, one of the things that we've been talking about here at Sagemont a lot and are going to continue is just prayer. And, um, and so I would love for you just to share um, a bit about your personal prayer time. How do you find time to spend time with mm -hmm. the Lord? What does it look like when you sit down to really mm -hmm. just spend time in prayer? Mm -hmm. I would say I'm not like a sit down and pray for 45 minutes person, that I'm on the go a lot. I'm yeah. in my car a lot. Um, I, a long time ago, was convicted because somebody would say something like, you know, ask me to pray. And I'd say, I will pray for you about that. And then I would think it totally would leave my mind. I would forget about it. Sure. And then I felt like I almost was being a liar about mm. it. I would say that I was going right. to pray and then I really wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And so I've tried to transition in my life to when it comes to my mind, right then yeah. I pray about it, even if it's not. A, a long time. Sure. I'll pray when I'm alone in the car. I'll pray when I go to bed at night. I'll mm -hmm. pray, you know, you'll find things on your, just cooking and something will spark something in your mind and I'll pray about it then. Yeah. When I'm in class and in the time where I'm really in, uh, you know, then I have really dedicated time every week. I discipline myself to set aside real time, yeah. uh, that makes it sound like that Jenny doesn't study your Bible any no. other time besides when she's in class. <laughs> but when I it's am different a, when you're teaching, well, it's when a I'm, different when I'm in class, yes. that's one reason why yes. class is so good for me. Yes. It makes you, it holds you accountable. It does. Having people so, around you, however that looks for you, having accountability to is, be in God's word, to be doing this, tremendous. Work, we need it. Yep. I need it. I need it. Yes. Uh, so Sunday school is one thing, but when I'm in class on Tuesday yeah. and I'm spending major time in preparation and really studying and in context, a passage, then a lot of times, well, all the time I pray about what, you yeah. know, in God's word, what I'm seeing, when, how he's ministering to me mm -hmm. as I see truth in his word. So I would say, uh, if this makes me look bad, I'm sorry, that I'm not a, uh, go to my prayer closet and pray an hour mm -hmm. type person that I'm more as God brings someone to my mind in that moment, praying for them, yeah. as I become aware of something, praying for them, mm -hmm. and it might look in all kinds of places. But so it's more a constant mental attitude yeah. of having a conversation with the Lord. It's the praying without ceasing. Than a long uh, period of yeah. time. And I think that's such a neat thing that, and that's one of the reasons I love that Sagemont's looking at prayer, is it can look different in different seasons for different people. And, but it's one of those, it's, but do it. It yeah. doesn't have to look this certain way. Yeah. Just make sure it is a part of what you're doing. I actually think uh, prayer is such a spiritual discipline, too. It is hard yep. to bring your thoughts captive and stay on topic. I mean, have you ever been praying and all of a sudden you've realized you're thinking about you're something making your else? grocery list. Yeah. Yes. So it's, some, it's, a, it's a discipline of it the is. Lord. And so... It's something you have to exercise. Even the disciples said to Jesus, teach us how to pray. Right. How do we pray mm -hmm. like that? And, and then so, when he asked them to, they fell asleep. 
or well, whatever. You know, and it's one of those you're like, okay, this is something I'm going to have to be purposeful with. Well, the encouraging thing about that is it is something you can learn. Yes to do and add. Mm -hmm. And I've had uh, a prayer journal where you write things down right. that helps you bring things to mm -hmm. mind uh, more faithfully and regularly. Mm -hmm. But really my children keep me, uh, you know, wanting to pray for them. And Tons of topics. Yeah. Yes, and absolutely. just what's going on in the grandkids' lives yeah. and, you know, all kinds of things I like love that. that. That's yeah. perfect. I think that's a great encouragement for all of us just to just pray. Yeah. You know? Do it. Figure yeah. out how it works best for you and then do it. It's so pray for your team, but pray for yes. those guys at Shepherd Staff. Shepherd Staff. And particularly a gentleman named Buck and Ryan are going to be the two that okay. really partner with awesome. us. So by jot name. their names down and pray. pray for them by name. Pray for them mm -hmm. by name. That's fabulous. Thanks so much for hanging out today. You're welcome. I always love getting to chat with you. You always have such amazing Good. things to say. Thanks so much for joining us, Jenny. I appreciate you being here today. Thanks for being here with Table Talk, and we would love for you to join us the next time. Have a great rest of your day.